It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hi, I'm Shashank Bhargav, and you're listening to Three Things, the Indian Express news show. Right now, the Congress party finds itself in a state of crisis that is once again a result of its own actions. After Goa, Arunachal Pradesh, Meghalaya, Madhya Pradesh and Punjab, the crisis is now in Rajasthan. And it involves Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot, his rival in the party Sachin Pilot and a resolution that Congress passed earlier this year. Now, the Congress party has been looking to elect a new party president. Someone who is not from the Gandhi family, which has not happened in 25 years. And it is doing this to get rid of the tag of dynasty politics. And for this, the central leadership recently convinced Ashok Gehlot, asking him to stand for the position. And even though Gehlot agreed, he put forth some demands, some conditions. But when MLAs loyal to him saw that the central leadership was not going to meet the conditions, Around 90 of them submitted their resignations to the Rajasthan Assembly Speaker late on Sunday night. In this episode, we talk about this crisis, what it says about the Congress party, what Gehlot and his loyalists are demanding, and what that has to do with Sachin Pilot. And for this, we first speak to Indian Express's Hamza Khan, who reports on Rajasthan politics. Hamza, before we talk about what transpired on Sunday, could you talk about Ashok Gehlot's plans to contest for the post of Congress president? Yeah, so as we know that it was and it has been the party high command which was uh, and has been keen on having uh, Ashok Gehlot as the party president. But then uh, like things became a bit messy when Gehlot indicated that he's ready to become the party president but would also like to continue as the CM. So, I mean, all that we've been witnessing over the last 24 hours or, you know, last couple of days. So it's been because of Gehlot's initial intention of wanting to retain the post of the CM of Rajasthan. And can that happen? Can he be the Congress president and retain the post of the chief minister? So initially, uh, like a few days ago, what Ashok Gehlot had said was he was asked about the party resolution during Udaipur's Chintan Shivir that, you know, there should be one person, one post in the party. But Gehlot said that uh, it, this doesn't apply to the elected positions. 
he said that you know i was elected as a cm and now i'll be elected as a party president so this rule does not apply to me so he wanted to give the message that you know i'll be happy to continue on both positions and that this rule doesn't apply to me but then i think the same day rahul gandhi held a press conference and he said that you know we had agreed on one person one post thing in udaipur and i believe that this should be maintained jo what we have decided jo humne udaipur mein decide kiya wo congress party ka ek commitment hai to i expect that commitment will be maintained Okay so just to clarify in Udaipur where Congress had this big party meeting it was decided that one person can hold only one post in the party but now Gehlot is saying that this only applies to positions where people are nominated but since the party president and the chief minister require an election he says this doesn't count and this distinction of course was not talked about in Udaipur and this is what Rahul Gandhi said in the press conference as well So what does Gehlot do after that? So after that Gehlot changed track. Like officially he has been giving statements that you know he's willing to relinquish the post of the CM's post, but then he has been uh, like his loyalists and he has been getting his loyalists to do exactly the opposite. And the next uh, best scenario for the Gehlot camp is to have someone from amongst them to become the CM rather than Sachin Pilot or anyone else. Right and even though the camp doesn't want such an pilot to take gehlot's place this is exactly what the central leadership has been planning which brings us to what happened on sunday talk about what the gehlot camp did that day so from what i understand and from what i've been told by the people here the party insiders the mlas it seems as if what transpired on sunday was a very carefully crafted sequence of events So earlier in the day Gehlot went to Tanot Mata temple where he tells journalists that he is of course willing to relinquish the post of the CM that he will brief the next CM about the budget and that uh, the young generation should be given an opportunity so he was basically putting himself in the clear that you know he is ready to leave and he is in fact indicating that you know he'll find with such an pilot but yeah gelot is very smart and uh, that's the impression that he wanted to give that you know see i am ready to relinquish the post and i'm even ready to accept pilot as a cm so he said that indirectly but then of course what was going on in, in his heart was something else altogether we got to see that when uh, the mlas started pouring at the jaipur residence of uh, cabinet minister shanti dhariwal so dhariwal is parliamentary affairs minister and one of kelot's uh, closest uh, aides and uh, many of the mlas didn't even know what was going to happen at dhariwal's residence only the inner circle of like four or five or maybe more gelot loyalists knew what they had planned so uh, the mlas were called to dhariwal's residence and when they reached a sufficient number like around 80 85 plus these guys they made an emotional appeal to the people present in that meeting at dhariwal's residence that look we were all together back in 2020 we spent over a month at fairmont resort in jaipur and at uh, suryagarh in jaisalmer when you know these gaddars as in these traitors who were conspiring with the bjp to topple the ashok gehlot government and this incident they're talking about is when two years back sachin pilot and 18 rebel mlas had launched a full blown rebellion against ashok gehlot and said that they cannot accept his leadership anymore and at the time the root cause of the problem was that pilot wanted to become the chief minister yeah 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 so they referred to that in the yesterday's meeting at dhariwal's residence making an emotional appeal these guys had rebelled and now someone from amongst them 
might be made the uh, like the state uh, chief minister and then uh, like since it was all pre-planned they were handed resignation letters printed uh, resignation letters where they just had to type out their name and the assembly name and then sign it so of course so there were few mlas who were neutral who are neutral and in fact there are some even pro pilot mlas in the meeting which was happening at dharwal's residence so they had turned up there because they were clueless as to what was going to happen but then once this thing happened they couldn't say no i mean of course of the 80 or 90 mlas maximum are with gelot but then there were still some who were undecided or neutral or even with pilot but they didn't have any option to basically not sign that's because they know that uh, kelot is on his way to become the party president and then uh, they will be in the crosshairs of the kelot camp leaders basically they can't afford to not be in the good books of kelot yeah yeah they might be repercussions so they didn't have any option and they just signed those letters all of that happened and they went to speaker cp joshi's home and submitted resignation letters So that's what happened and after that the Kehlot camp uh, put forth three demands they were basically arm twisting the party high command so these representatives they told Kharge and Makan that look we will pass the resolution authorizing the party high command to decide on the party on the name of the state cm but then it should be done only after october 19th so october 19th is by when the next party president will be decided so makan said that this is wrong because this is conflict of interest right now you are basically like it would essentially mean that you're authorizing yourself to take a call on the question of chief minister of rajasthan because if the mlas here pass a resolution saying that you know we authorize a party president to take a call on it after october 19 so it would mean that kehlot himself is authorizing kehlot the president to take a call on the question of chief minister of rajasthan so this uh, makan said is clearly conflict of interest the next uh, condition was that uh, all these mlas they would meet makan and uh, you know kharge in groups so makan said that you know it has been a tradition that we meet every mla individually so that that person can communicate their opinion to us freely and without any pressure but then all these representatives they said that uh, no we will meet you in groups so of course like the idea is to that if they speak individually they will say that they are happy with whatever the high command decides but then if they go to meet a uh, kargan makan in groups then these guys gelot camp loyalists and leaders they will be able to keep an eye on these guys uh, on these mlas Okay so one demand is that the next chief minister should be decided after the 19th of October that is after the next party president has been elected and the second is that the MLAs should be able to meet the party in charge Ajay Makan and Malik Arjun Kharge in groups and not alone what is their third demand so the third condition that uh, the representatives put forth before makan and kharge was that no one from the camp of pilot or uh, among the rebels of 2020 should be made the cm so makan said that this has never happened in the history of the party that the resolution is passed which is conditional or with strings attached this has not happened so all of that happened and makan I mean he seemed a bit angry over the developments because it is clear that uh, the gelot camp is arm twisting the party high command Also when we look at Gehlot wanting to pick the next chief minister of the state it seems that by doing that he still wants to be in control of the state so talk about that a bit more yeah of course rajasthan is the basically home uh, state of gehlot and uh, he has been a five time mp from jodhpur he has been a five time mla he has been a three term chief minister so he still wants to retain his hold over the party and the government in rajasthan and be relevant here 
he doesn't want to go out of Rajasthan. He's happy and, uh, you know, over the past few weeks, there have been occasions where he has said, where he has indicated that he's reluctant to take on the post of the party president. But then he eventually says that, you know, whatever the party wants him to do, he will, of course, respect that as a party worker. But then a few days ago, when he went to meet uh, and join Rahul Gandhi in the Bharat Jodo Yatra, before going there, he said that he will make one last ditch effort to convince Rahul Gandhi to contest uh, for the post of party president. So until the last moment, Kehlut tried to convince Rahul Gandhi. And not only because he probably wants to see Rahul Gandhi as a president, but also because Gehlut himself wasn't keen on taking on a national role. But then, uh, as we have seen that he eventually yielded and agreed, but then he wants to do it on his own terms, which includes retaining the post of the CM or having someone or one of his guys as the chief minister of Rajasthan. Right. And the other thing, of course, that he does not want is for Sachin Pilot to take his place. What is the main reason behind this? intense rivalry between the two. So, I mean, of course, it's a power tussle and it started with the ticket distribution for the 2018 assembly elections when uh, Pilot didn't give uh, tickets to quite a few Gehlut loyalists. And uh, then the party somehow managed to touch the halfway mark in 2018 elections. Then the next question was, who will become the CM? And Gehlut outsmarted uh, Pilot. That was the second issue. The third issue was, who will become the minister in the Gehlut government? Again, that was again a point of friction. And then uh, once the ministers were decided, the fourth point of friction was that, uh, you know, what portfolios will they get? So this competition, this rivalry, it surfaced during the and before the 2018 elections. So after that, it has been simmering. It has been instances on and off every few months. And then eventually it reached a boiling point in 2020 when Pilot rebelled with 18 other MLAs. So it's reached a point where two of them are believed to really dislike each other. So hence, if a Pilot were to be made the CM, then he is expected to have his own people in the government. And he would quickly want or will do away with Gelot loyalists. So what we have witnessed in the last 24 hours is the Gelot camp uh, MLAs and the leaders, they want to retain their place because if Pilot becomes a CM, he will do away with them. He will get his own guys to become the ministers and he will do away with the set of people who have been there for very long. Like Gelot became CM for the first time in 1998. So there are some leaders who have been with him for two and a half decades, three decades and who have been with him in the government for so many years. So they also feel threatened about their position in the party and in the government. And hence, they are, have been uh, working to basically retain their position and conspiring to keep a pilot out. And Hamza, in fact, last week, before these resignations took place, you had spoken to Congress MLAs in Rajasthan. And they had kind of hinted to you that something like this might just happen. So talk about that a bit. So people here know the rivalry between Gehlot and Pilot. So they were still quite confident that uh, Gehlot is known as a magician. He was a magician earlier. He still has a few cards up his sleeve and he would still do something to either retain the post of CM or have someone from his camp become the CM. So that's the sense that we got from Jodhpur, you know, last week. And that is what happened over the weekend. That, you know, he managed to, like, all of this happened at Dariwa's residence. They skipped the CLP meeting and then Makan is angry. And so, yeah, basically, like, what they were expecting to happen, you know, there are some very old uh, Congress persons in uh, Jodhpur who have known uh, Gehlot for five decades. So they said the same thing, that uh, it's not over until it's over. And what did they have to say about Gehlot no longer being the chief minister and possibly 
leaving Rajasthan. Yeah, so the one thing is that they were of course a bit sad. Second, they said that he has like one of the guys that I spoke to, he said ki unke Jodhpur mein bahut sare ya Rajasthan mein unke bahut sare wazir hain. As in he has people all across the state. So it's not as if he won't be in touch with the people of Rajasthan. He will still make sure that the works of his people across the state and especially in Jodhpur are being done. So that's what the people in uh, Jodhpur told us that we are sad but then we also know that even if he's not here in person he will be here through you know in an invisible manner through his people and through his aides and through his loyalists and he will ensure that the works that he wants to get done and hamare jo kaam hai wo pure honge Jodhpur mein ya fir Rajasthan mein so he will be here even if he's not here in person and what about the Sachin pilot camp what did they have to say about all this so pilot and his loyalists have been quiet these past few days and that is intentional because the pilot camp keeps repeating that you know we don't want to say anything which might seem objectionable and which might jeopardize pilot's chances for the post of chief minister and probably there was a message from the party high command that you know they'll hand over the reins of the state to pilot so pilot instructed his uh, you know loyalists to to basically maintain a silence so yeah that that's more or less uh, has been uh, the case but then at the same time uh, like his what his loyalists say is that uh, you know he's a young guy and uh, one of the main reasonings that they give for pilot as cm is that for three decades we have had this cycle in rajasthan where a bjp government is elected which is followed by a congress and then bjp and then congress again so to break this cycle we need a fresh variable we need a fresh face we need someone like sachin pilot who has the energy and who has the charm who comes with a clean slate not so much after 2020 but he's the x factor in congress's chances to come back to power in 2023 so that's one of the main arguments now so far we have talked about why mla's loyal to gehlot submitted their resignation and what gehlot himself wants but now we talk about the congress central leadership and what it has been thinking and how it could have tackled the situation in a much better way and to discuss this joining us is indian express's associate editor manoj cg who reports on congress for the paper now manoj this infighting this public show of rivalry seems like a classic congress problem this is something that the party has faced so many times in the past so what does the central leadership make of it now and what questions does it raise about it once again the congress has this uncanny ability to foist a crisis upon itself when there is none in the past we have seen similar crises growing out of hand in goa meghalaya arunachal pradesh madhya pradesh punjab recently to some extent chatisgarh also where the party leadership's lack of intervention or a miscalculated intervention had turned things from bad to worse what is playing out in rajasthan is the latest example of how a lack of imagination on the part of the leadership or not so good communication channels with the protagonists with the main leaders has led to a situation and what exactly do you mean when you say that for the last fortnight or so we have been hearing about rajasthan chief minister ashok gehlot throwing his hat in the congress presidential election ring so behind gehlot contesting was the larger idea what is the larger idea the larger idea is there is this big charged by the bjp that the congress is a dynastic party it is run by it is run like a, a family fiefdom 
It's a proprietary concern run by the Gandhis. So after the debacle of 2019, Rahul Gandhi, while stepping down as the Congress president, had made it very clear that he wanted a non-Gandhi to run the party, to be at the helm of the affairs. He could not do it immediately. It took a good three years now for that idea to fructify. So behind the idea to you know make Ashok Gehlot run for presidency is to address this challenge. And Mr. Rahul Gandhi is very keen that he doesn't want to be saddled with day-to-day organizational responsibilities. Uh, he has told leaders close to him that appointing a state congress president or a campaign committee chief, all these are merely patchwork. What Rahul believes is that the Congress can revive only when it reconnects with the people. That's why Rahul Gandhi is Bharat Jodo Yatra. That's why the Bharat Jodo Yatra, he wants to be with the people, among the people, whether, I mean, this is a gambit, whether the outcome would be positive for the Congress, it will yield results, that of course, we'll have to wait and watch. But his idea is that that is the only way to revive the Congress. So with one stone, two birds can be killed in this situation where the party can be run by a non-Gandhi to address that criticism and Rahul will be freed of this organizational responsibility. The sideshow of that, of course, is Rajasthan, where Mr. Sachin Pilot had waged a revolt against Ashok Gehlot in 2020. That time, he only had the support of 18 to 20 MLAs, and the Gandhis had then reached out to him. And there is what sources in the party say, an unwritten assurance to him that towards the end of this government's term, the last one year or so, they will effect a change of guard and make Sachin Pilot the chief minister. So that was an assurance given to him. So by bringing Gehlot as a Congress president, that the tussle, the quagmire in Rajasthan can also be addressed. Okay, so you have a non-Gandhi becoming the president. So you can put that whole family politics debate to rest. And then you make Sachin Pilot the chief minister of Rajasthan. He is an ambitious young leader. He's wanted that in the past. So like you said, you kill two birds with one stone. So if that was the plan, sources are to be believed, then it need to be clearly communicated to the protagonists, which are Mr. Gallot and Mr. Pilot. Mr. Gallot had met the Congress President, Mrs. Sonia Gandhi here in Delhi. Then he went all the way to the Kochi, where Rahul Gandhi is leading that Yatra. He had a meeting with him there. So if that was the plan, if the Gandhis, if the leadership wanted him to contest for the post of presidential elections, take over as the Congress President and let Sachin take over as the Chief Minister, that plan should have been clearly communicated to him. So now the situation is that for the last one week or so, Mr. Gallot has been giving clear indications that he is ready to contest. At the same time, he is not willing to step down immediately, at least till he is elected as the Congress president. Even while saying about this one person, one principal post, he had also made it clear that, you know, a Congress president who is also a chief minister cannot do justice to the Congress presidency. So he was kind of willing to step down. He basically wanted a say in who would become the next chief minister. Yeah. So he wanted to continue at least till October 19 when the counting of votes take place and then step down. And another thing which is very clear is that he doesn't want Sachin Pilot as his successor. So now what the pilot camp feels is that if Ashok Gehlot is allowed to file the nomination and he is allowed to become the party president, then he will be the top authority to take a call on who should be his successor. From chief minister, he becomes a Congress president. So he has the ultimate say in that. And the Gandhis, even if they want to push Sachin Pilot, they may not be able to undercut a non-Gandhi Congress president after a gap of 25 years. They may not be able to push and give a public perception that they are still running the show. So, Mr. Pilot was very clear that this whole succession thing should be, the plan should be laid out or at least a successor should be in place 
even before Mr. Gallot files his nomination, or at least before he is elected to the party president post. So, given that background, this decision of the leadership to call a meeting of the Congress Legislative Party on Sunday gave a sense to the Gallot camp that the leadership is really pushing for him to step down and make way for Sachin Pilot. Again, the another irritant that came in between was Mr. Rahul Gandhi's public statement reiterating the commitment the party had made at this Udaipur Chintan Shivir, saying that you know one person one principle post was a commitment was a we made at Udaipur and we should stick to that. So this again was seen by many Congress leaders as undermining the authority of the Chief Minister and possible incoming Congress President if he wins. Many leaders, you know, likened it to that ordinance steering moment of Rahul Gandhi in 2013. They say then his act had undermined the authority of the Prime Minister. Now, by saying this publicly, he has undermined the authority of the Chief Minister and a possible next Congress President, and possibly put Gehlot in an embarrassing public situation in a spot where he is being asked to step down. The leadership is telling him that, see, you cannot, you know, hope to hold both the posts together. You will have to step down. So. the situation in rajasthan is different from the other states where the congress had created a mess for itself say punjab where the party could maneuver ask or force captain amrinder singh to step down as chief minister because he did not have the backing of the majority of the mlas so the party could make first navjot singh sidhu the state congress president then force amrinder singh to step down install charanjit singh channi the outcome of course we all know what happened but the party could do that maneuver and push it to what it wanted here the difference is that galot has the backing of at least a majority of the mlas so here if they wanted to do that if this was their plan as it seems it is their plan then they should have done it in a much more nuanced manner where you take into confidence all of them and then do it instead of first giving a public message and then calling a clp even before he files his nomination making it pretty clear to the chief minister that you have to step down now we have a plan now you work according to the plan so he flexed his muscles now that puts the whole party in an embarrassing situation where it could have been done in a much better fashion okay so you mentioned that if this was their plan they should have communicated this clearly and taken both gehlot and pilot in confidence rather than doing this in a roundabout way so as someone who has covered congress for many years now why do you think it didn't have the sense to do that one perhaps i don't know how to put it but many many of the congress leaders believe that you know had mr ahmed patel been around he manned congress president's office for a good two decades so he could have maneuvered the whole thing in a much better fashion so there the lack of experienced veteran leaders who have an equation with leaders on the other side state leaders entrenched leaders satraps whatever name we call them and then taking them into confidence and working out this in a very smooth manner so that is a difference many of the congress leaders believe so the whole system which used to work pretty much decently earlier now it is facing cracks because of the lack of experienced leaders who know how to you know maneuver things even in punjab the congress leadership managed to replace amrinder singh as the chief minister and install a new chief minister but it was done in such a messy manner that year ago everybody in congress believed that punjab is the only state where the congress will come back to power and within a year the entire situation changed again many of the leaders point out the way the whole thing was handled they are not saying captain amrinder should not have been removed many people believe that he had become very unpopular 
but the way it was handled there are questions on that the same with madhya pradesh there was kamalnath and digvijay singh on one side jodhrath sindhya on the other side aspirational leaders so this individual interest every big party congress is no exception will have leaders with individual aspirations and all but how you manage that to iron out differences compensate do adjustments and all that is actually real politic so many people believe the system that which is around mr rahul gandhi and the leaders who are calling the shots they are ill equipped to handle veteran leaders who have a good following who have a support so that is one of the reasons perhaps again the congress is finding itself in a very big messy situation and so considering this does it make them seem very ill prepared for the upcoming state elections and even the 2024 lok sabha elections so the first big challenge would be rajasthan itself its elections are due in november december next year so it's just a year or so for elections so if the party is really keen to win rajasthan again because the elections in november december rajasthan madhya pradesh chatisgarh telangana that is seen as a semi final for the 2024 lok sabha elections just four five months before the lok sabha election there is this big set of assembly elections so to give a message that the congress is still in the race it is very important from a congress point of view that it wins one of two of these states so if the party was very keen to retain power in rajasthan then it should have a plan if the plan is to make a young leader such in pilot as a chief minister then how you execute that plan there it leaves much to be desired you are listening to three things by the indian express today's show was written and produced by me shashank bhargav and was edited and mixed by suresh pawar if you like the show then do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts you can also recommend the show to someone you think will like it share it with a friend or someone in your family it's the best way for people to get to know about us you can tweet us at express podcast and write to us at podcast@indianexpress.com Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.